GungaCast, episode 11, November 25th, 2008. Hello everyone and welcome to the latest GungaCast, Leslie Nielsen's Tornado Watch Movie Hour. This is Greg Maloney from Lake Orion, Michigan. Hi all, this is Jim Maloney from Rochester Hills, Michigan. And Jeff Hendrickson from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We've had a, a lot of a lot of tough decisions this week on what to discuss. There's so many things going on, turkeys to think about. I'm a little little tired just uh, thinking about all the turkeys I'm going to destroy on Thursday. Um, but we must persevere and discuss the Parker Posey from last week, which I don't know, Jeff. I don't think you got as much play as mine, even. I I think I got as much as yours. I had some long responses, if not many. I think it was. Uh, your, I think it was your terribly structured question. Was too, I was think my question was pretty good. Okay. Uh, well, actually, I don't. I think it was a pretty poor question, but I, I do think we got some good responses to it. Uh, the question for those of you who weren't listening was um, basically uh, I was I was looking for a uh, a movie based on a piece of literature that used a lot of creative license. The movie did uh, and completely rethought the original story or the original uh, you know kind of kept the theme but really changed the story around it. And uh, the answers that, that the three of us gave, I thought were all pretty good, um, except for Jim's. So, that's okay. You know, he usually has the best one. So, uh, but um, yeah, I came up with uh, adaptation, uh, which I think is a good example. Uh, Greg came up with the uh, the the many many remakes of the Christmas Carol. Uh, specifically, I think Scrooged is the uh, is, is the one that really kind of defi- defines that genre of you know different but the same. Um, Jim P was the first one to respond, and he had some great responses. Uh, he um, he uh, he made he made a uh, made a comment about one of my favorite movies, uh, Magnolia. Uh, and anyone <laughs> who knows me knows that I hate that movie. But uh, o- overall, I mean, he 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 made some comments on um, on Stanley Kubrick films uh, and how he used to rethink a lot of a lot of really great books and and completely changed them. Yeah, that's... Uh, he agreed. He agreed wholeheartedly with my uh, adaptation, which always warms my heart. It's a really good um, answer, the Kubrick one, because I haven't read it, but I know, at least from, like, not press releases, but stories about Anthony Burgess, the guy that wrote it. Wasn't he sort of upset with the way Kubrick yeah, took it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he, that, and he yeah. the movie. Yeah. Like, the whole, like, like, the movie was really violent, and, uh, you know, the book was kind of violent, but it wasn't focused on the violence. And, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, yeah, Stephen King didn't like his version of The Shining either, if I remember correctly, which is right, why he ended right. up making the TV version. Really? That's funny. Yeah. I remember hearing the same thing about the guy that wrote the um, the 2001 A Space Odyssey, whatever his name is. Uh, um. <laughs> so apparently Kubrick pissed everybody off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he made people real happy. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, let's the, see. I my re- favorite had, response um, was actually uh, Jarv's uh, mention of American Splendor. I was very pleased with that. Uh, yeah, I, that was really cool. Yeah, that was one that I wish I had thought of because it's a very creative uh, presentation of the story and stuff. And I agree with Jarv. If they didn't do it that way, it'd just be another whole home biopic about somebody that most people don't know about. So that was a good mention. Call me uh, ignorant, but what's American Splendor about and what is it again? It's about a cartoonist. And they it's, but he doesn't draw the cartoons. It's just like it's, he writes them, and other people draw them. And uh, Paul Giamatti played the guy. I can't remember his name for the life of me. Let's uh, Paul Giamatti, really? Yeah. yeah, he was he was excellent. It's uh, um, oh man, I really wish I could remember this guy's name. But uh, it's it's a pretty cool movie, and uh, I think it was really well done. And I'm glad that I'm glad it got brought up. I might even watch that movie again. I haven't thought about it in a while. So yeah, it's got got a really good artistic uh, presentation to it. 
Did you not like my uh, last-minute chime-in with – because I, I listened to the podcast last week again, and I heard the part where you said, yeah, based on any other art form, really, book, play, whatever. And then I said, well, maybe we can do this on artifacts. And I went with Indiana Jones and the Kingdom <laughs> of the Crystal Skull. Like, come on. That's- Just because that, that, yeah. that movie needs more action on our <laughs> yeah. show. We all like it so much. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. no, I I, uh, I think my favorite part about that was that you used Einstein as an insult. Uh, in the, uh, in the, in the Harvey post. Picard was the guy's name. Harvey Picard, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That did what? Uh, he was the American oh, Splendor okay. guy. Gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, very. Uh, I am. I'm happy that uh, we had the the number of participants. Hopefully, we'll get some more this uh, this week with Jim's Jim's Parker Posey. Treasures on. Yeah, yeah, and we will. Uh, yeah, we will be keeping that tradition up every week. I also do want to remind you guys. I forgot to uh, do this earlier. That we will be spoiling movie endings and possibly some plots, and we will be swearing from time to time. Uh, <laughs> so if we've already ruined movies or sworn, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the beginning of that episode, that's on us. Sorry. <laughs> Another thing I want to mention, and this is kind of on a more serious note, I know um, a few weeks ago we uh, we talked about you know losing uh, Hollywood icon Paul Newman. Uh, well, recently we've we've lost another brilliant Hollywood icon. Joaquin Phoenix has retired from acting. Yeah, how did we yes. miss this? I, I, I'm sad too. It snuck underneath the radar, and I just caught up. I don't know it. how. <laughs> well, he's the kind of guy who just, you know, wants to go off in his own way, not a whole lot of press. I'm sure he's that kind of character. <laughs> so what exactly happened here? You just walked out and said, you know, guys, I'm done. That's it. it yeah, like- he, well, you know, I think he thinks that his uh, his next movie um, that's going to be coming out, the movie Two Lovers, uh, which is apparently a uh, romantic drama starring him and... Uh, was it Gwyneth Paltrow? Um, sounds like a real good one. I think that's going to be his, you know, his opus. Oh, it's already, uh, it's already uh, got some votes on IMDb, scoring <laughs> at, a, at a strong seven point nine. I, I don't think he's going to be able to top that. So I think, I think he's trying to leave on a high. We note. all know his best role was as boy in the Fall Guy episode. The Fall Guy. What oh, was yeah. that? Nineteen eighty four. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. How, how old is he now? Like thirty four or something? Yeah, it's, he's thirty four years old. He's already he's he's cool enough to say he's out. He's had a he has an illustrious career, right? I've seen oh. a surprising amount of his movies. I was kind of surprised when I went through the list and said, "Oh, I've seen that one, that one, that one, that one." So, interestingly enough, apparently I'm a fan. And I didn't even know it. May's just saddling some of your favorite uh, favorite favorite actors and producers. And yeah, because actually I don't particularly like the guy all that much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've I've never had a really a problem with him. It's right. not That's like him. Gladiator hated him in Gladiator, <laughs> but he was just incredibly obnoxious. You're supposed to hate him, so maybe he no. I hated guy. him in like I hate the guy that's playing this guy kind of way. Like, <laughs> oh man, dude! I just I struck gold. I just found a picture of Joaquin Phoenix. Apparently, you know, there's been a lot of stories like, is he serious? Is this really going to happen? This happened, by the way. He announced this uh, at the end of October, so I was sort of surprised uh, we didn't hear about it with our great news coverage. But I can't believe our research yeah, team was yeah. over this. <laughs> so I found a picture. I'll post this later. He was at his the opening for his latest uh, premiere, the Two Lovers one or whatever. On his knuckles, facing the camera, he has goodbye exclamation point. <laughs> That's great. You'll have to post oh that. Oh, my God. That is great. That is great. We didn't talk about why he's quitting. Um, he's quitting to... Um, 
to, to further his, uh, his music career with the band that he's apparently in, uh, which is not, you, you can't find it anywhere on the internet. They don't really exist. Um, but the band's name is Lady is a Tramp. Um, and, and that's all I know. I've spent, spent 20 minutes looking for more information on them and have not found any. And what's he playing? He's, he's playing guitar as his, uh, I would assume guitar. Uh, he's not the lead singer. I know that because, uh, Anthony Langdon, um, uh, previously of, of, uh, Space Hog. And, uh, one report has him actually going back to Space Hog and not touring with Lucky Phoenix and Lady is a Tramp. But yeah, so we know he's not the lead singer. Let's assume the best at this point and say guitar. That's weird. I, we might have conflicting reports here because I swear I read something about how Tim Burgess is teaming up with him, and he's the lead, he was the lead singer of the Charlatans back back then. And well, uh, maybe he's the replacement. Yeah, could be. <laughs> maybe. I was kind of surprised he didn't decide to take the lead singer role himself, considering he uh, Johnny Cash. Because yeah. that would be. I actually never saw that. All this. Wasn't he nominated for that role? Um, I believe so, but I don't remember for sure. But I actually liked the movie. It was a pretty solid movie. Really. But honestly, if it wasn't for the music element, I would have liked it a lot less, I think. The music like, element of it. Like the, the story itself didn't really appeal to me too, so much, but just the music itself was the part that drew me in. Does I'm guessing it, the dubbing, is it? did they actually get somebody that sounded like Johnny Cash to sing, or was it literally off Johnny Cash's recordings that was... No, playing? it was somebody else. I okay, thought it was right. him, but I'm not sure. I was under the impression it was Joaquin Phoenix. Really, really. He actually sure sang it. was it. him or Bill Clinton. I'm not sure which. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Bill Clinton plays the saxophone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think a man talented enough to be president of the United States for eight years can sing Johnny Cash songs, Greg? Is that what you're saying? Oh, my God. Yeah, I actually... Yeah, I, I'm pretty I, sure he did his music and Reese did hers, but I'm not positive on that. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think they did that at all. I never saw it, obviously, but I was just completely... You didn't see it? No, no, never it's saw it. a pretty it. solid flick. I like yeah. it, okay? Interesting. So what else has this douche been in? <laughs> Recently, uh, he was in Beyond the Night, but I hadn't seen that, but I must admit, it did appeal to me. I saw, I've seen that movie, actually. With uh, Marky Mark, right? Yeah, yeah. That movie's... I don't know. It's not bad. The ending's really lame. Uh... I'll spoil it because you know we need to spoil something. We had the disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, and this movie's not. Somebody's got to swear. Fuck it's yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> this movie's not worth your time. But uh, if you do happen to catch it, watch like the first you know hour thirty and then just turn it off. The one cool scene in it is there's a part where uh, which coming back to Robert Duvall from last week, he actually does a pretty good job in this movie. Um, he's Marky Marks and Joaquin Phoenix's dad. Joaquin Phoenix is like the bad son that sort of just. Um, abandoned his family. Not abandoned, but they didn't like him, he didn't like them, so they just split ways for a while. And he ended up getting uh, into crime, sort of, and knew about a hit that happened on his brother. So then they sort of team up as a family again and get back at the the criminals. There's a part where they're driving down, and Robert Duvall, they get in a car fight, like a car shooting chase. And it's actually... Like in uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Yeah, yeah, just like okay. that. So, but it's actually, they do a really good job of it. They sort of, they do it from Joaquin's perspective. And you see, like, it's not over the top, sort of like you were talking about with the Bond movies. It's just, you know, a car moving up into another car. They ram each other, nothing spectacular. One spins out, and then, you know, his dad gets capped in the face a couple times. And, like, he falls out, he falls out of the car, and that's pretty much it. And they didn't, they didn't go crazy with it, but the sound is supposed to be raining spectacularly when you're watching it. And that's probably the best part. After that part, turn the movie off. Um, so, so that was the good part. That, 
I, I did, did I, it didn't explain it very well, did I? Yeah, it was the good part. That was the good part. Uh, the ending is really stupid. He goes into a, a row of, like, wheat or something and hunts down the guy that killed his dad and shoots him. That's pretty much it. You know, I, I was looking through, um, you know, when we decided we were going to talk about this, looking through the movies that, that I, I've seen him in, and he wasn't bad in Signs, I didn't think. You know, like, he didn't, uh, he, didn't he wasn't distractingly bad like I thought he was in uh, Gladiator. But uh, I, I actually really liked his character, the photographer, uh, I believe it's Jack Daglish, in uh, Hotel Rwanda. Um, I thought he was, I don't know if, uh, if you know, our listeners have seen that movie or not. I think it was a pretty popular movie, but I've seen he, was, it. he was actually really convincing in that, I thought. I've seen it, and for the life of me, I can't remember him being in it. So apparently was, I wasn't there, paying attention. There was a part where they were evacuating like all the non-Rwandans in the hotel, and he comes out, and he, he has this line where he says something along the lines of, like, I've never been more ashamed in my entire life. And it's like, it's like one of the more, more poignant lines in the entire movie, I thought. I was really, uh, yeah, I really thought he did a good job. His character was also really well written, so that helps a lot, I think. <laughs> yeah, another movie I haven't seen. You would recommend it? Yeah? No? Yeah, yeah, no, uh, Hotel, I mean, he's not a main character at yeah, all. Okay, it, yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, no, definitely Cheadle, if you haven't right? seen it. Yeah. Well, yeah, Don Cheadle flick, yeah, well worth seeing. Um, like, don't, don't, you know, not like a popcorn and, uh, you know, popcorn and soda movie. It's a pretty depressing movie if you know what it's about, but it's a, it's, it's a, it's a pretty good movie. Holy shit. Apparently it's ranked number 91 on the top 250 on, uh, IMDb. It's pretty crazy. That doesn't surprise me too much. I mean, it doesn't really belong there, but I'm sure a lot of people like <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me how inaccurate that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, James, do you have any Joaquin Phoenix uh, heartthrob movies for you? Um, I saw Return to Paradise. That was okay. It's uh, him and uh, our buddy Vince Vaughn was in that, wasn't yeah, it? Our buddy Vince Vaughn from last <laughs> our, week. Our uh, pal. He's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, he was. they got in trouble in Thailand or somewhere. I don't remember where. And they were going to... The one guy Malaysia. got caught. Malaysia. Yeah, Malaysia. And uh, he got caught, but the, his buddies got away. And the government told him, you know, if the other two come back, then, you know, maybe we'll let this guy go, you know, and you, we'll kind of punish You're him. You're thinking of a different movie. That's Broke Down Palace. <laughs> Broke Down Palace? No, that one's got... Doesn't uh, have Claire Danes in it? Same, yeah. I've never yeah. seen this movie, but I'm looking at the, uh, I'm looking at the synopsis. It's the exact yeah. same goddamn movie, It is the exact movie, same movie. It? It yeah. is. All right. So that's does, that, does that mean you've seen the one with... Claire Danes? Have you seen I have. Yeah, I have. I Actually, uh, yeah, one of your brothers <laughs> made me watch it. <laughs> well, there's, there's mm. only two left. It must be... Must be lived with one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how... You know, we, we're having this problem with names and saying names, so I just... Yeah, okay, yeah. So let's let's get back to topic, guys. Come on. Joaquin Phoenix. Does, does, is he leaving behind a legacy? Or is he giving up on what could be, you know, the best uh, acting career in... Uh, you know what would have been a lot better for him to end his career doing? I don't know if anybody's ever done this, but ODing on drugs and dying... <laughs> Something that 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 would have been the thing to do to end your career. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, has anybody done that before? I think he's no. switching up to music so he can die in a small plane crash. That's that's a good. Point. <laughs> By the way, I just I, I didn't honestly, anybody get it. That was a River Phoenix joke. I just I threw in. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. All right. Little, the little brother, or is it uh, older brother? I don't even remember. He was older. River was. I, Our, I did some research. Apparently, his uh, Joaquin's name used to be Leaf Phoenix. I'm looking at yeah, here's, here's the story. All of his, uh, he had like a, a, a brother named River, a uh, uh, sister named Rain, sister named Summer, uh, and he wanted a name that was more like nature, so he was raking leaves at nine years old or ten years old and decided that he wanted to be named Leaf. So his original name was Joaquin, then he went Leaf, and then he went back to Joaquin like 91 or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. 
I, I, our hope is at some point we won't have to explain Jeff's jokes for to you guys. Be, <laughs> that'll be that'll be the the, the true listeners are already in on it. <laughs> Apparently, because uh, he wasn't to, to die for. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but. It's got uh, what's her face, Nicole Kidman's in it. Anyway, apparently, sure uh, River Phoenix was in that too. Come to think of it, what's that? Was River? it River in that too? Uh, that I don't know. I know Matt Dillon was in it. I think Casey Affleck. Yeah, you're mistaking him for his brother-in-law, Casey Affleck. Is <laughs> ah, yes, not his brother. His brother-in-law. <laughs> brother. Well, yeah, uh, married his sister. Here that Nicole Kidman's actually pondering not acting very much longer. So I'm wondering if she- to die forecast is you know under some kind of. <laughs> Extra stress than everybody else. No, that's not that's not possible because Joaquin Phoenix, when he <laughs> announced his retirement, he's told Casey Affleck was there, and he told Casey, or he said, "It's all up for Casey now. He's got to be the one to carry the torch." So he, well, he's he gotta can't quit. This, he's got to beat this uh, to die for curse. Then <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is I think I think we've done more research on Joaquin Phoenix for the show than anything we've ever done before, and none of us really cares about it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm getting I, a huge kick those. I care. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. If there's a, we're going to be moving on from Joaquin Phoenix. You're, you've got a great point there. Joaquin Phoenix, we'll miss you. Uh, we'll see you in two. We'll see you in two years for your comeback. Yeah. Um, yeah when you're back. Right? Yeah. Next M Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, I'll, I'll try to look for your your album on Pirate Bay next time. Um, next time I'm on. Uh, so we do we do actually have another thing we missed. Not only do we miss the Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> Uh, comment of quitting last month, but we did miss the whole scene of Twilight that came out this last weekend. Uh, to give you a little background, Twilight's the the high school. Ever, if you have a high schooler, you probably know of this already. Twilight's a movie about teenage girl falls in love with older vampire. That actually, I don't even know if it's a, a romantic thing, but she's pretty much you know attached to this kid. And this I think was it's a romantic. Novel. Is it romantic? Thing about it. Okay, yeah, and. Uh, the writer that wrote it pretty much tried to find where the setting was going to be for it and try to find, all right, where's the place with the least amount of light? And there's like the least amount of sunlight. And they're like, yeah, let's do it in Washington. So she picked this no-name town in Washington, and now there was a huge outpouring, not only from the movie, but before the movie came out, for people just traveling to this place. Some people even moved there just because of this book. That's how that's how crazy this movie and this book has been. I think it's a, well, it's a series. Like the, it's it's a, it's a series of books. I mean, not not to yeah, give yeah. credence to the crazies, but it's not just the one book. It's it's a series of books. That gives that gives them more more reason to. Yeah, that's right. Sure. <laughs> they can't defend themselves against several books. And it it blew up on the it blew up last weekend. It hit what seventy mil something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I just wonder. Yeah, it, was, it was just under. I thought. Yeah. Jesus. I don't really understand the appeal. It's a vampire story where. It doesn't seem like being a vampire is all that important. It just seems like the most most of the story is based on this love triangle or something. Well, I've, you're not an adolescent girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that that might be why you don't get it. Oh my god! Yeah, and the tagline. I'm not sure if you caught this. When you can live forever, what do you live for? That's that's oh, yeah. Isn't Again, that adolescent girl. Um, I, I just w- I want to bring up that the uh, the main character, the main female character, um, who I'd assume is the main character, is the girl that played the girl that looked like a boy in uh, David Fincher's Panic Room alongside Jodie Foster. Was, so uh, I didn't know that was a Fincher movie. That's weird. Yeah, it was a Fincher movie. Yeah. Weird. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah isn't that why good since Fight Club? Would you say that? <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. Like I definitely. 
there's definitely a reason I didn't catch this on the radar until everybody said, "Wow, it made seventy million. What is going? What is this person doing? That's right." And uh, I, maybe maybe I'll have to uh, get some of my uh, little cousins to rent this, and I'll sit behind them and watch it and be like, "Wow, this movie's so terrible. I'm happy I didn't uh, didn't catch up on it." There's some great comments on this too. You can just imagine the teenage comments on MovieWeb and IMDb <laughs> about this movie. It's OMG, Robert Pattinson, it's so hot. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and, okay, anyways. Uh, so to all those people that live in this town, I wish I had the name up. I had it up earlier. Uh, I apologize. I hope you guys are doing all right, because I, <laughs> I, I hear that the population of teenage, uh, teenage girls freaking out over this movie is pretty, pretty big. So good luck through the coming months, because I'm sure the sequel is going to be coming, what, eight months maybe? Think they can put out a movie in eight months? <laughs> if, if, if there's any movie they can put out in eight months, it's this one. That's great. That's classy. So uh, we also we have more news actually to discuss. This is this one we didn't miss though. We were on top of this one. We were ready to go. Apparently, there was a reason to make a list of the top fifty sexiest movies. Is this all time, James? What is this crap? Um. Yeah. Apparently, it's all time. Um. <laughs> Real quick though, before switching topics, I wanted to do. I do want to bring up Hancock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was watching a commercial this week, and they've totally changed the way that they're advertising this. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but when it was a film, I remember seeing the commercials, and it was a comedy. You know, he's flying around with a you know bottle of booze, doesn't want to be a you know hero, that sort of thing. But now that it's on DVD, I've seen the commercials, and they're totally... They're playing up the Charlize Theron thing more. Yeah, it's like a total action movie. And I've never seen the movie, so I can't say why they would do something like that. And I just I found it very curious. I don't know if you guys had any input on that. G-Money, you saw the movie. What was it? I didn't see Hancock. <laughs> I thought you said it was your favorite movie. <laughs> no, no, I definitely did not. I said Jason Bateman, let's hope he does good in it. That was a few episodes ago. But, yeah, because he was in all the previews for the film version, but... Now that I see the DVD version, he's barely in it whatsoever. It's all based off of. It's funny you should mention, like, because even at the end of the um, like, like after it already came out, but it was still in the theaters. They they tried to hit on like this like romantic thing with Charlize Theron. You could like uh, there there was like like I didn't even know she was in it until like two weeks after it came out, and you started started seeing her in all sorts of commercials and stuff. I don't know if it like ended up bombing, so they tried a new strategy or what. I thought it did pretty well actually, but who knows? Mm -hmm. all right, why, why, not, why not go for more, right? Why not go for broke? What's odd about that, the whole thing, I was looking at on MovieWeb, the release, and apparently there's something called, it's re- this movie's releasing on Universal Media? What the hell is that, Jeff? Do you have any idea what a Universal Universal Media. media. Yeah. It just says Universal Media Disc. Where'd it go? I, I have to find it again. We'll, we'll have to talk about that off, off That's air. interesting. Yeah, because... I was like, what the hell? You know, isn't there regions? You can't play that, anything that's universally. That's to get geek on you guys, yeah. but right, Blu-ray's not backward compatible. You can't have something that's like DVD and Blu-ray all at once. I don't think, unless, but who knows? Um, yeah, I don't know. That I found that very odd. Um, the Hancock stuff, the advertising stuff, I didn't really catch, other than everywhere on the internet I see an advertis- advertisement for it and... I will not. I will not be purchasing it. Purchasing it. Sorry, sorry, Hancock. I'm not gonna buy your stupid movie. Yeah, yeah. So can we get back to the real topic of? Uh, yeah, the top sorry about that little movie? aside there. Yeah, yeah. So this is all time. Top. Uh, yeah, Entertainment Weekly published this one, and it's apparently all time. They do put the the disclaimer that it's DVD ones, but everything's pretty much on DVD. So yeah, all time. It looks like DVD. 
I don't yeah. know. I don't know if they've gone back and refurbished all those really hot movies from like the 60s yet. They've got a lot of the 40s in here. So. <laughs> Real quick, uh, it looks like Universal Media has to do with the PlayStation Portable. Interesting. Weird. The PSP? The PSP, the, sorry. Yeah. 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 Call it the... Jesus, man. We've, <laughs> got, <laughs> we've got kids listening to this. They're not going to know what you're talking about. <laughs> so are there sorry, any sorry. movies on here worth a damn? And are they even sexy? That's my um, question. And are they sexy? <laughs> The list is pretty suspect. I, I I don't know who's putting it together, but there's some movies that just surprise the crap out of me that they're actually on here. Like, I mean, I love the movie The Last Mohicans, but there's, I don't know, one, maybe two scenes that you can call sexy, but the rest of it's, you know, a big epic. So I don't know where they're getting their criteria, but I don't understand... <laughs> You know what happened? Joaquin Phoenix acted as like some journalist in some movie, and now he wants to put out lists about top fifty sexiest movies. <laughs> so on you're, bl- you're blaming Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix for this? <laughs> oh yeah, right here. Credited. Who's drinking? Who's drinking right now? Uh, I thought it was me, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says right here, Joaquin Phoenix one three one put out this list right here. Oh, <laughs> so, anyways, any of these any of these names ring a bell? Top 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 twenty five sexy movies. Um, yeah, I've Titanic seen a lot of was clearly a very sexy movie. Is that on there? Yeah, yeah number Titanic 20. is on there. Yeah, there's like two scenes of worth that. That yeah, uh, there, there's some nipple. There's there's some nipple. Out of sight was number one. I really really love the movie. It's a good movie. I recommend How it. How is but, that sexy? But yeah, I don't call it a sexy movie. There is a couple intimate scenes, and but sexiness is not what that movie's about at all. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. What was the uh, so? Do we have the criteria? Does, do we have the scientific method for how they decided what was sexy and what wasn't? Do we have theories uh, on this? They have a little synopsis in the beginning, but it doesn't give you much to go on. It's pretty uh, ambiguous. What's your guess? What do you think they did? I have no idea. This list is so back asswards. I don't know what they decided to do with that. <laughs> the second movie is a 1940s movie. And then they jumped to Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is a shoot em up with... the two sexiest people in America yeah. having sex with each other doesn't mean it's a sexy movie. <laughs> I mean, the first one that I think would actually qualify as number four is Body Heat. Uh, it just makes me... Th- I don't even know what that movie is, but it makes... It sounds it's, sexy. The title's very... Yeah, 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 it does sound, sound sexy. The Notebook <laughs> got number 19. I, I, I hope that uh, our, our one of our listeners, Galloway, is, uh, is catching that. <laughs> yeah, okay, Shakespeare and Love's on this list, number 13? That's uh, sexy. Like, yeah, it involves yeah. Shakespeare and Love. What could be sexier? <laughs> Aside from maybe Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Did you see that movie? I actually ended up having uh, to watch that movie. Oh, I don't, was, <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, the only part I remember is her being, like, unspun from, like, a mummy-like costume. Because I think she was cross-dressing or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And she, that's about it. That's all, all she I had remember. A, she had to hide her boobs. I remember exactly. that part. I know why it's sexy now. I get it. Last of all, and Drive made the list, which is sort of interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's not that sexy, aside from there's one lesbian scene in it. For the most part, it's, like, a pretty which dreamy. Which makes it 100% like Yeah, which is, which is enough for it to be on there. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Not to mention they destroyed that movie on the, the, well, the sexy part of it on the DVD release. So I wonder, that doesn't make any sense now. They apparently didn't watch the DVD because a lot of that was taken out. Yeah, there's a couple, like, pretty guessable ones on here. Like, Nine and a Half Weeks comes in at 24. Basic Instinct came in at 21. What are they? So there are a couple that, that are on there that you would expect, but some of them are just 
interesting. Like, I don't know anything about this movie called Once. It was in the Oscar race last year. Uh, I think the uh, song won best song. Yeah, and I saw there's a chat girl. Just about in. two musicians, and it doesn't seem to be all that sexy from the synopsis. I know some of our viewers, like my uh, sister Michelle W, has uh, seen the movie, so I don't know if uh, she can correct me on that, but. It just doesn't seem like it would ring of sexiness. Why are they destroying the good name of Last Mohicans and putting it on this list? That's, that's my question. <laughs> I this don't mo- know. This movie's awesome. Let's put it on. Somebody, somebody in the office is like, you know what? Do we need another movie? Let's put Last Mohicans on there. <laughs> I like that movie. I saw that movie yesterday. I sort of liked it. Can we put that? Maybe it's the long hair of Daniel Day Lewis, and he won the Oscar. An Oscar Michelle right? Pfeiffer made the top twenty-five twice for um, uh, the fabulous Baker Boys and. What was the other one? Something else. And, uh, 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 Batman Returns? Something. Yeah, Batman Returns, I think, was as Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I should have had that locked and loaded earlier. You should. <laughs> you know, you I know, know uh, Cary Grant's on here a couple times for some older movies. Yeah, I, actually, I saw that. I did see and, that. Yeah, he was in, um, what, number two, and then also Notorious. What was number two? Something about the... It was uh, his Girl Friday. Movies. Yeah, and then Notorious. I've actually seen Notorious. Good movie. So I've seen them both. For being that sexy, you know. Yeah, I think it's maybe for the time some of the some of the uh, these dialogue is pretty innuendo filled, considering it's the '50s. So yeah, I could I could see that. I guess maybe, but it's a stretch. I think, uh, is, yeah, Cary Grant's pretty much known for his, you know, his romantic scenes, right? Not sex scenes, right. but being, yeah, being not sexy. The, yeah, being the heartthrob rom- romantic in those movies. I think the problem is that Entertainment Weekly, you know, their source is just, you know, movies being refurbished over and over again, and that's all they have to work off of. Who are these people that are doing shows and writing these things about terrible content that's just, you know, regurgitated over the years? That's what I want to know. Nobody got that joke. Never mind. Mm. Moving on. I wasn't even listening. (laughs) (laughs) I tuned you out after the first couple words. Oh, so, alright. Um, uh, yeah, I was pretty bummed with the list. Entertainment Weekly has done lists in the past a lot, and for the most part, they've been pretty good. So this one was, I don't know, surprisingly bad. So on your list of worst lists of Entertainment Weekly, where this where this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this would be number one. I like that joke. Just- Oh my gosh! I think it's time, I think it's time to put this uh, this dog out to rest. Uh, this, this is this is uh, a death knell. We need uh, we need to move on to the Parker Posey. I got to work soon, unfortunately. Um, so James has our Parker Posey for this week again. If uh, you guys are up to it, after he uh, puts the question out to us, please uh, knock off some responses on the forums. Which, by the way, we are at a new address. We are still at gungapit.com, but now we're at gungapit.com slash forums. Uh, a lot easier to remember than the last one. So, just go to gungapit.com. You'll find your you'll find your way there. So yeah, James, take us away. All right, uh, this week's question. Um, knowing myself, and hopefully the viewers have come to know me a little bit, but uh, yeah, I kind of have a f- affinity for music and in, in uh, movies. And oh God, so this is a, a music question. Um, I'm looking for the best use of a song in a movie. Titanic. The, the song needs to be popular music as opposed to you know like an instrumental theme song or something like that you know it's got to be something you might actually have heard on radio or so you're thinking best use of that song like uh, we're not thinking about like our favorite song but more Correct. like yeah, the it's, way it's used yeah exactly it would have to add to the mood of the you know the film or you know something 
that the characters interact with, you know, something like that. Not just like, hey, that's my favorite song, and it happens to be in Movie X. So I can't so, pick yeah. out 2001 Space Odyssey. Like, we can't pick out the... Right. Okay, Because gotcha. it's a yeah. instrumental, orchestral, yeah. whatever you want to call it. So I'm looking for a popular music style. Jesus. What Jim's saying is that Johann Strauss is not popular. Yeah, yes. apparently. So anyway, my uh, answer to this question is uh, Tiny Dancer, Elton John from Almost Famous. Um, the movie or the song is used um, after the band kind of gets in a fight. The uh, one of the guitarists goes off, has a romp at a party, and is just plastered. And he wakes up in the morning, and it's, he's like barely moving. Um, the the uh, manager finds him. They get on the t- the uh, the bus, and they're driving back. And everyone's real quiet because of the fight and everything. Kind of still, you know, not getting along. Tiny Dancer comes on, and it's it's an overdone movie moment where this affects everybody on the bus, and it slowly builds up. One person starts to singing along with the song. Another person, and by the end of the scene, everyone's singing along to it. And yeah, like I said, it has been done a lot, but for whatever reason, it really works in this movie. I love it. Uh, I love the movie, which I know some of us don't, but yeah, it really hit me there. And every time I hear it now, it puts me in a good mood. Hmm. Hmm. Greg, you got next, or I'm yeah? Ready to so or we're looking for how effective it was, right? That's that's yes, the key word. Yes. Effective. Yes. I mean, it can't. It shouldn't just be one that's on the soundtrack. Somewhere. Okay. All right. I mean, it has to establish a mood, or like for instance, one I w- was thinking about mentioning was. Uh, Jack Black singing uh, "Let's Get It On" at the end of High Fidelity. <laughs> High Fidelity I mean, yeah. You know, it's part of the movie, and it it's like a surprise t- twist at the end because you're thinking he's gonna, you know, just have this cr- you know crappy music, but yeah, he comes out with that song, and it's you know somewhat graceful and stuff. So, I mean, something like that, something that you know. All right, all right. Well, I wish I could pick. A, a song like that that I actually like and I would, you know, defend to the death. But I'm going to play Devil's Advocate and say what I started with. And that's Titanic, that stupid Celine Dion song, the My Heart Will Go On, or whatever the hell it is. And Sounds right. Yeah, that mo- that song dominated. And in the, like, it makes sense with the movie. And I don't, like, they got away with putting parts of the movie's dialogue in the song on the radio afterwards. Yeah, that's, how the cra- radio. Yeah, yeah. that's how crazy this song was. I've only like, seen that one other time, actually. <laughs> You know what? Real. Adolescent girls. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> this, exactly. yeah, this, I, you know, I have no, no, uh, no hope for this song for it to living on in any way, but I, this, you can't deny how unstoppable that song was, at least when it came out like 91 or something. It, was, it wasn't that long ago. But, 97, uh, I think. Whatever. Uh, that song, that song killed, and that's, that's my number one, I think that's the number one answer. I don't even think there's any other choice. Well, I well I agree with Greg that that that, that song apparently uh, touched a lot of people deeply because they you know loved uh, Leonardo DiCaprio as Jack Dawson and, and all that. Um, I uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with something different. Uh, my, my thought was uh, uh, Steeler's Wheel stuck in the middle with you uh, when uh, Michael Madsen singing it in. Reservoir Dog, walking towards the guy and about to cut his ear off, and he's like lighting the guy on fire. And nothing is stuck in my head. Like, there's no song that I can listen to and think about and not think about the movie more than that. If that yeah. makes sense. That's I've had a, people. If I hear that song, I have to think about that movie. I've had people tell me to turn that off because it creeps them out when the song's on, just because that's, of uh, the association with the movie. Yeah, that that's that that's it. the only other thing I was thinking of was. Um, 
uh, there are a couple of Wes Anderson examples, I think, but the, the big one I was thinking was, uh, was the Who You Are Forgiven in Rushmore, <laughs> where it's like the montage, uh, with, with Max Fisher and Herman. Yeah, Moon I was actually thinking. Each other. Yeah, I was actually thinking of using, uh, me and Julio. Julio? Down Julio? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I knew you liked that one, me and Julio. Driving around in go-karts and, uh, ten of bombs and stuff. I like your answers, but mine's, mine's still better. I think. Another. Go ahead. Do you think the reason the, the, that, um, scene with Michael Madsen so good is just the juxtaposition of the song with him oh, yeah. cutting his ear off at the same Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I don't think that would work with any, just any song. Like, yeah. I really, like, yeah. I think that there, there's something special about that song for that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He's got a carefree attitude while do, doing <laughs> something horrific. Gotcha. What were you going to say? James? Right up there with, um, right up there with Singing in the Rain and Clockwork Orange. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I was just going to say another really popular example would be, uh, um, in Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel when, and Say Anything while uh, John Cusack is nice. outside. <laughs> yeah, that, that pretty much promoted that movie to, to billions, too. That's, yeah. that's another good point. And it's it's been redone in who knows how many stupid sitcoms and whatnot. Right. I like your your last-minute answer there about the clockwork orange. That's a really good answer, too, actually. I uh, Maybe I'll sort of steal that one. I don't know. <laughs> not, oh, you're backing off of your Titanic? Well, at least yours, yours is a That's lot so proud. Yours is a lot cooler than mine. I'm not dis. I'm not dissing Celine Dion. Like she's making you know more money than Jesus on uh, in Las Vegas. Jesus but. doesn't need money, all right. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is okay without cash. He wore sandals and a robe every day of his life. So, oh, anyhow, um, Clockwork Orange is a good answer too. Good answer. Any other any other uh, any other plugs for the Parker Posey? Uh, no, I don't want to take any other answers up. So I'll let the there are a lot view. of them. You're right. There's you're, a ton. Yeah, yeah. You weren't lying about that. So I expect sure. lots of responses, so I can you know show these two up. So let's see those responses on the site, guys. That's right. Call to action, people. Knock yourselves out. Um, most of you guys will know, but yeah, um, you'll find you'll find the link after well before you find the site, but. Gungapit.com slash forums is uh, where you'll find the Parker Posey, and please uh, play along as the title goes. And, again, uh, Jeff and James, thank you for your input. All right, we'll see you. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Yeah, Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks again <laughs> for joining us on the Leslie Nielsen's Tornado Watch Movie Hour. Take care. I guess yeah. That there, there are several scenes in that movie that are definitely boner shrinking. We can definitely say that. <laughs> You're still recording, right? Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn it. And then oh, the main character is the chick that looked like a boy in Panic Room. <laughs> so that was boys. perfect. Save that. Yeah, I, I, okay, I'm saving that. Fucking quit. Tongue feels swollen. <laughs> I don't know why. My testicles feel swollen. Yeah, they do. Craig, Craig don't use that in the uh... <laughs> recording. Oh, it's yeah, it's 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 documented. <laughs> <laughs>